March is here and the madness has officially begun. It's time for you to shoot your shot and score big on the nonstop action with MyBookie. Predict winners in each round of the MyBookie Bracket Contest for a chance to win a Bitcoin, a Doodle NFT, currently valued at over $50,000, and over $100,000 more in cash prizes. Whether you're filling out multiple brackets, betting the national championship winner, or simply looking for player and game props, MyBookie has you covered. Sign up today with MyBookie and use promo code BOUNDS to make your first deposit, earning a free entry into the My Bracket Contest. Selections for the bracket will officially begin on March 13th and close March 17th at noon Eastern. So make sure you get your deposit in now with BOUNDS to secure the free entry. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie. Support for the show comes from MyBookie.ag. Get a free entry in the MyBookie Bracket Challenge by using promo code BOUNDS at MyBookie.ag. Let's do it. This is the SEC Insider Hit. And it's presented by Blue Cross Blue Shield of Mississippi. It's good to be blue. Out of Bounds, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Live and local WRKS and streaming worldwide on the Out of Bounds radio app. Brought to you, of course, by Blue Cross Blue Shield of Mississippi. It's good to be blue. This is the SEC Insider Hit. And we go straight to the Bucked Up Energy Drinks guest line. We welcome in head Mississippi State baseball coach, Chris Lamonis. Coach Lamonis, thank you for joining us this morning. I know it was a, an, an early morning after a late turnaround last night. Uh, let's start with the bad news, and we'll go to the good news after that. I'm a firm believer in ripping the Band-Aid off. Announced yesterday evening, Stone Simmons and Landon Sims out for the year. Coach, um, not going to ask you about the injuries, but how, how do you replace big pieces like that a month into the season when you obviously didn't come in thinking you were going to have to replace one, if not both of those guys? Yeah, it was a, it was a tough 24 hours down in New Orleans. You know, we just, you know, getting the news on those two guys and, and, and the careers they have in front of them and, and everything else. And these surgeries are ones you come back from. I mean, it's, you see it across the country, but we, you know, we take so much pride in taking care of our guys and, you know, it's, you know, don't over pitch them and don't do. And sometimes it still happens. And so uh, it was pretty deflating for the entire ball club, you know, and then you probably saw it a little bit, you know, and, and how we played, but we replaced them just with a community of guys. I mean, we're just having to replace them with everybody. It's hard to replace a, a Landon Sims, that alpha type of mentality that, that competitor, that guy who gives it to you every time he goes out there, and then Stone was really coming into his own. He had he had taken our closer role and and was pitching well, pitched well all year. Um, and we were excited to see what he was going to do this spring, and um, just unfortunate for both guys. Yeah, absolutely, Coach Chris Lamonis on the Bucked Up Energy Drinks guest line. Uh, Coach, you have already shaken up the rotation and and everything, but you see Parker Stinnett come in and pitch two starting games, start two games in a week in like six days and pitch as well as he did. What is your initial reaction and what do you think that can turn into? Because obviously he can't start midweek, weekend, every every week, but what, what can he become down the stretch now that you're going to need more pieces like that? Well, I think he becomes a starter is what he becomes. The reason we throw him twice in a week is, um, we want to try to get him on a routine so that he's ready for SEC play. So we came, we brought him back on that Sunday instead of yesterday, 
because we uh, and we kind of cut his pitch count a little bit because we wanted to make sure he was he was ready to go. And so, um, you know, trying to get him, he's a very structured, very routine guy. And um, I probably should have thrown. I probably should have started in the last couple of years. It looks like he's a lot better starter than he is a reliever. So, but in our scrimmages, I mean, people would always, I guess, they'd wonder why we were, you know, starting. I mean, relieving because he was struggled a little bit. But he was so good in our practices, and now when we're getting him out as a starter, you're seeing him do what he did to our hitters. I mean, he punches out a lot of guys. Just really hard to hit that breaking ball. Yeah, Chris Lamonis on the Out of Bounds Show, ESPN 105.9, The Zone. Coach, you guys set pitching records for strikeouts and everything last year, and you come back this year, and it's going to be a totally different type of of roster with all the COVID change and everything like that. How do you approach finding those roles when you have so many new faces? You don't have established faces in the bullpen as much, especially now that Stone Simmons and Preston Johnson has to start instead of being maybe a long reliever. Stone Simmons is not going to be able to be in the bullpen, so... How do you approach finding guys' roles when wins and losses still matter? Yeah, it, it's, it's been tough. Um, you know, those bullpen pieces take, take some time to mature, especially when you play in front of such big crowds like we do. So we're running out these new guys in big spots, and uh, we're getting a good effort, and then we'll get a bad effort, and we'll get a good effort. And we know they're talented, but it takes a while to get that chiseled guy. Even the, you know, the last couple of years I've been here, the Riley Selfs and the Spencer Prices, um, you know, you knew what you were going to get from. They were tough kids who had been out there and done it a lot. So um, their stuff may not have been as electric as another guy's, but they had been through those experiences, and you knew you were going to go out there and get a kid pitching in the moment instead of just, you know, you know, reacting to the moment, I guess. Because that's that's been a – I mean, we've lost – from last year's team, we lost pretty much all our pitching staff besides Preston. You know, it's just uh, – you know, now with Landon out and Stone out, man, just, you know, the guys who pitched every day, we just, we're starting from scratch. I mean, and they're talented, but we're still trying to figure out roles and, and, and how to go out there and compete with the game on the line. Yeah, Coach, that brings up a good point, and we've talked about that on the show, Out of Bounds, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. When you have the presence of a Jake Mangum and a Tanner Allen, and then you even have the presence of a Landon Sims, that those are huge personalities that just they they lead in a way that everyone's going to follow. But then when that absence, when that's gone, when that's absent of the locker room, it does create that vacuum, and it has to be filled organically and naturally. Uh, now that Landon Sims is out, have you seen you know players begin to kind of gravitate towards? Okay, I've got to become more of that leader in the locker room in order to kind of steady the ship because I know obviously. 30-game SEC grind, it's it's going to have its ups and downs, but having a steady ship is kind of the key to getting through it. Yeah, I don't know. We're still trying to figure out that piece. I mean, um, you know, I, we have just been fortunate with some real alpha competitors. I mean, Ethan Small, I mean, Jay Tanner, uh, Will Bednar, and now Landon Sims. And, and that's, you know, people don't realize, you know, for us, we lost a Friday night starter as good as anybody in the country. But we also lost our – you know, that's our alpha leader, you know, like he, he just, you know, he was so good that night because we had struggled that week and there was no way he was going to let us lose. You know, that's the, you know, he was just, I mean, it was 96, 98, every pitch. I'd never seen him as intense as I had down there in Tulane. And that's what, you know, 
we're going to have to really work to figure that out and work to figure that out for the future. You know, who are those type of leaders? And, and because we, we've been fortunate, some of those guys, there's just no fear in them. And, and they do, the team just lines up right behind them and plays, plays behind them when we, we have those guys. And we're going to have to work on finding some, some new guys to fill those roles.